0: Good morning and welcome to the Voice Bible Podcast. Today's date is June 24, 2018. Today we've got a special guest on our podcast. Stay tuned, won't you? All right, and good morning once again to our listeners. Good afternoon, good evening, good day, wherever you're listening, whenever you're listening. We are so glad that you have decided to tune in to this week's podcast. We were not on the air last week, but we are back this week, and we have with us today on the program a special guest that I have had the opportunity to uh, serve under, that I've had the opportunity to be friends with. And uh, I think you'll greatly enjoy him. His name is Bruce Turner. He is uh, from the Lynchburg, Virginia area, um, a member of uh, the Tech and Coffee community that I'm a part of, and he's also a member of the Life Church online church team. Um, today he's going to be bringing a message entitled Falsehood and Frustration. Now you don't want to miss this. I, I got a chance to uh, listen to this uh, beforehand, and uh, man, I'm gonna tell you, it, it absolutely just it knocked my socks off. So you don't want to miss this. It's a little bit of a long podcast, but you guys should be used to that by now with me. So, um, but anyway, I'm gonna turn Bruce loose um, before I do. Wow, I said, wow, that just that just sounds uh, every time, man. I'm going to let him go here in a few minutes, but I want to tell you a little bit about him. Um, he does a weekly podcast called Morning Manna, Monday through Friday. It can be heard on, I believe, it's on his speaker page on his YouTube channel. Um, you can go find out more about him by visiting his uh, website, morningmana.com. I'll have the website and, and some of his contact information in the show notes. So you don't want to go. You don't want to miss that. You don't want to uh, not go by. Check them out. Uh, But anyway, Bruce, I'm going to let you have it. And uh, again, thank you for being a part of our podcast today.
1: Well, thank you so much, Josh, for the opportunity to be able to uh, share this message on your podcast today. I want to share something with you that has been kind of cooking in my mind for a long time, and I'm thankful that this opportunity to um, bring this message has caused me to take some time to foment uh, my thoughts together and uh, put them in a a way that hopefully will uh, be helpful to you today. So the subject of my talk today is falsehood and frustration. Falsehood and frustration. Now, first, and this comes as no surprise, that we are living in a day and a culture where the amount of falsehood Uh, is abounding more than it ever has before in history. Now there's always been falsehood. There's always been false teaching, false doctrine, false prophets, false teachers, false narratives, and dare I say fake news. But in today's society, it has become a pandemic, and especially in this social media world that we live. And this is where the frustration comes in. So in the area of social media, we all have friends and um, and i 'm thinking primarily about the platform Facebook, which is the largest there is in the world and People are posting all kinds of things now I am a podcaster I do a podcast called Morning Mana. I have a lot of facebook friends i um, I work on the staff of one of the largest churches in the country and their church online division and um, and so there are a lot of people that uh, will listen to my podcast or see things that I post. And one of the things that I'm mindful of is that I don't want to do or say anything that will disable me from having a conversation with somebody with whom I might disagree. Having civil discord almost seems to be a discipline of the past today, doesn't it? Somebody very wisely said to me one time that there is your position there is your practice, but then there's your posture. So your position is what you believe on a particular subject matter. Your practice is how that position, that belief, works its way out in your daily life. But then, and I believe this is just as important as your position. I mean, being right on something that's important and fundamental is, is certainly important. But what is your posture? How do you represent that to other people? You know, do you do you love people? Do you care for people? Uh, Do they see you as somebody angry and uh, and, uh, you know, confrontative, uh, confrontational, all those kinds of things. So your posture is just as important as your position. And so I'm always very careful about what I say. There are times. Oh, listen, let me tell you. There are times that I would like to post on social media exactly what I believe about A, B or C. I'll give you one example. I mean, our our country has gone haywire on any one of a number of things, and uh, but probably uh, one of the best examples that I can give, and I'm not gonna, I'm only going to say one word, and I'll let you think about all the ramifications of that. But in the area of sexuality, the Bible is very clear on sexuality and, and marriage, and yet now we have this completely false narrative, and people, uh, you know, posting with great emotion and fervency uh, about how we should believe on certain things. But now, as believers, we have the Scripture, and the Scripture is very clear. God's truth prevails over everything. Now, yes, God's truth, and we're to speak that truth in love. So the frustration is, I, I see something that somebody posts, and I want to, uh, I want to bring some enlightenment. I want to bring some clarification. I would like to post and have a civil discord and discussion, but it just doesn't happen. And so it creates a lot of frustration. You know, I think about uh, what the Bible says about prophets. You know, there were, there were God always had a spokesman in even the most difficult and sinful times in the history of the nation of Israel. And there are prophetic voices today. There's the gift of prophecy, and there are two ways to look at prophecy. One is foretelling, that is telling ahead of time what's going to happen, and the other is forthtelling, just preaching forth the Word of God and God's truth. I think about John the Baptist. He was a prophet. He said, he said to the king, he said, listen, uh, you, you're married to your sister-in-law, and that's not right, you know, and, and he lost his head over it. Uh, Isaiah, Elijah, Elisha. Uh, prophetic voices who spoke the truth. Uh, Jeremiah, he was the weeping prophet. I mean, he, he paid for it by b- being lowered into a dark, dark hole in the ground, but he was God's prophetic voice. Sometimes I get a little frustrated wondering where are the prophetic voices today, and yet I know they're there, but now if you're a prophetic voice and you're speaking the truth, even if you're doing it with the most love that you can produce, it's still going to be misunderstood. And so this idea of falsehood and frustration is what I'm articulating today. And I'm not saying to you that I have all the answers for this, but I just want to talk about it a little bit. I want you to think about it. So um, the Bible is really clear about how we are to respond to people. So regardless of the level of frustration you or I may face on a particular subject matter, a particular discussion, uh, a thread of conversation or whatever, No matter how frustrated we are, we are under biblical mandate to respond in a certain way. For instance, the Bible talks about, let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt. That means in good taste, that you may know how to answer every man. The Bible tells us that we're to speak the truth in love. The Bible talks about us being kind, patient, long-suffering, the Bible admonishes us to, to love our enemies and pray for those who despitefully use us. The Bible says, if your enemy thirsts, give him a cup of water, you know? The Bible talks about self-control, using restraint. The Bible talks about, about being long-suffering. And here's a couple of verses that I'd like to share with you before I get into the, the main text that I want to go over. In 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 8, God's Word says, finally, all of you... Be like-minded and sympathetic. Love as brothers. Be tender-hearted and humble. Listen to this now. Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult, but with blessing. Because this you were called to, that you may inherit a blessing. So sometimes in our frustration, you've got to be really careful because our flesh, your flesh and my flesh, yeah, we got flesh. I pull my britches on one leg at a time, just like you do. Our flesh will want us to respond in a fleshly way, to repay evil with evil or insult with insult. But the Bible says that our response is to be blessing. Or how about this in Romans chapter 12 and verse 16? Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but enjoy the company of the lowly do not be conceited. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Carefully consider what is right in the eyes of everybody. If it is possible on your part, live at peace with everyone." Now, that is a challenge. That is what I call easy preaching, hard living. This is where the rubber meets the road. And it's, it's difficult to have uh, this area of falsehood and frustration and to deal with it. You have on the one hand, God's truth. You know, the grass withers, the flower fades away, but the word of God abides forever. Forever, O oh Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. And you contrast that with what? Public opinion, public policy, situation ethics. You know, what's good for you is not might not be good for me. What's wrong for you may not be wrong for you. And yet the Bible gives us truth, an objective standard, God's truth, God's standard. And there's this tension in the world that we live in today. And I feel like Satan, especially in this area of social media, is doing his best to set us up, to paint us into a corner, to cause us to become so frustrated that we act in the flesh and do not respond in a biblical manner. Now, let me share with you from 2 Peter chapter 2. Beginning in verse 1, the Bible says, "...but there were also false prophets among the people, even as there will be false teachers among you, who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the Lord who bought them, and bring on themselves swift destruction, and many will follow the destructive ways." because of whom the way of truth will be blasphemed. By covetousness, they will exploit you with deceptive words. For a long time, their judgment has not been idle, and their destruction does not slumber. Now, I know that this passage of Scripture is talking about false teachers and false prophets. It says among the people, and so I'm thinking that primarily interpretation here is within the church, but also I think there's application within our world itself. And so the frustration is even greater when you see within the church people giving way, compromising, going the direction against what Scripture clearly teaches, and they 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 find all kinds of excuses and ways to do it, and it's very, very disheartening. Now, I want to take this particular passage, and I kind of want to work it from the end back to the beginning, and I want to talk to you about the deceptions of false teachers, the depravity of false teachers, and then finally, the doom of false teachers. So when you're thinking about falsehood and frustration, I want you to understand that this is not a surprise to God. God knew all about this before we ever got to the year 2018. He knew that we would be in this. Day when evil men would wax worse and worse, and the love of many would wax cold. Now, let me let me give you some information about the deceptions of false teachers. And let me begin reading in verse 18. For when they, that is the false teachers, speak great swelling words of emptiness, they allure through the lust of the flesh, through lewdness, the ones who have actually escaped from those who live in error. While they promise them liberty, oh freedom, freedom, (laughs) I can just hear it right now. I can read all the posts. You know, when they promise them liberty, they themselves are slaves of corruption. For by whom a person is overcome, by him also is he brought into bondage. For if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled in them and overcome, the latter end is worse for them. Than the beginning. For it would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than having known it to turn from the holy commandment, God's standard, delivered to them, but it has happened to them according to the true proverb a dog returns to its own vomit, and a sow having washed to her wallowing in the mire. The deception of false teachers, promising liberty while at the same time, they themselves are slaves of corruption, and they want to bring you into bondage. Be very, very careful. Uh, There are a lot of things that are being said today, even by people who are very, very popular, and I am seeing a uh, a watering down of God's truth, Uh, and I I can understand that some people, you know, we, we love people, you know, we, you know if, you, if you love gardens, you got to hate weeds, right? And we love people, and, and God loves people. He so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. But the same Bible says God is angry with the wicked every day. And so this idea of, you know, compromising God's clear truth Uh, from a position of, well, you know, we we need to love people. Yes, we need to love people. Yes, we need to be gracious. Yes, we need to be kind. Yes, we need to be patient. Yes, we need to be long-suffering. But we need to be very careful that we do not compromise God's truth. Now, let me talk to you about the depravity of falsehood, false teachers. Verse 12, but these, the false teachers... Like natural brute beast made to be caught and destroyed, speak evil of the things they do not understand and will utterly perish in their own corruption and will receive the wages of unrighteousness as those who count it pleasure to carouse in the daytime. They are spots and blemishes carousing in their own deceptions while they feast with you, having eyes full of adultery and that cannot cease from sin, enticing unstable souls. They have a heart trained in covetous practices and are accursed children. They have forsaken the right way and gone astray, following the way of Balaam, the son of Beor, who loved the wages of unrighteousness. But he was rebuked For his iniquity, a dumb donkey speaking with a man's voice, restrained the madness of the prophet. These are wells without water, clouds without, carried by a tempest, for whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever. The depravity of false teachers, their spots, their blemishes, they carouse in their own deceptions. Their eyes are full of adultery, they are enticing unstable souls with covetous practices be careful be careful about falsehood and false teachers but at the same time remember that your response needs to be gracious now as we go through this i'm wanting to encourage you that in this frustration that we deal with because of the falsehood that abounds I want you to think really carefully about what your response should be. Now, we do have biblical passages that I've already uh, referred to, you know, uh, speak the truth in love, let your speech be always with grace, season with salt, be kind, be patient, be long-suffering. And as you think about those things, I want you to, to think about how to respond. And, and I know here's, here's where the frustration really rests with me. I want to say something. I need to say something. Somebody needs to say something, right? But what happens is, here's what I believe. I believe that if we exercise some measure of restraint and we choose to post things that are positive and godly and encouraging rather than just getting into an argument because, listen, you can win the argument, but you can lose the soul. I believe if our response is positive and if we ignore and resist the temptation to enter into public disagreement and caustic conversation with people in social media, I believe that ultimately our testimony, our way of response, our good life will speak well for the truth and that those who have found themselves all twisted in a knot over some of this craziness will be rendered Uh, And neutered powerless. Now, finally, the doom of false teachers. Verse 4 For if God did not spare the angels who sin, but cast them down to hell and deliver them into chains of darkness to be reserved for judgment, and did not spare the ancient world, but save Noah, one of eight people, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood of the world on the ungodly, and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them to destruction, making them An example to those who afterward would live ungodly and delivered righteous lot, who was oppressed by the filthy conduct of the wicked. For that righteous man dwelling among them tormented his righteous soul from day to day by seeing and hearing their lawless deeds. By the way, that's the world that we're living in today. You and I, believers, are being tormented day to day by the things that we see and the things that we hear. But then verse 9 says, Then the Lord knows how to deliver. The godly out of temptations and to reserve the unjust under punishment for the day of judgment, and especially those who walk according to the flesh and the lust of uncleanness and despise authority. They are presumptuous, self willed, they are not afraid to speak evil of dignitaries. Oh, my soul, are we seeing that today? Whereas angels who are greater in power and might do not bring a reviling accusation against them before the Lord. Now, Think about that. They are not afraid to speak evil of dignitaries, but angels, think about that, angels who are greater in power and might do not bring a reviling accusation against them before the Lord. Angels, with all this power, exercise restraint. And that's where you and I are, I believe, in this period of time of falsehood. And frustration. Again, as I said earlier, I don't have all the answers, but the scripture has the answers, and God's word gives us truth about how we should live, how we should respond, how we should interact with others, how we should speak, and I believe how we should post. So, my prayer for you is that God will help you uh, in this time of freedom, of falsehood, and frustration to find freedom in the scriptures and be salt and light in this dark world that we live in have a blessed day
0: amen thank you bruce for that message uh again i would like to reiterate what he said there be salt and light uh, in this dark age that we live in in this dark social age we live in the fake news the 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 all the other stuff that goes on on social media i mean he mentioned the social media uh, that we live in the social media culture remember they, the facebook is full of fake news but there is one thing for sure that is not fake news and that is the word of god uh we can be sure of that and we can be sure that is that 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 bible that that word of god is not false news it is not falsehood there is uh, everything that is in that word is true again thank you Bruce for uh, helping us out today on the podcast uh, For those of you that want to contact him you can do so by visiting his website morningmana.com his email address Bruce Turner at gmail.com uh, you can listen to his podcast Monday through Friday um via the Spreaker app you can just search uh Bruce Turner or you can go to morningmana.com and see his uh posts there of his podcast but you know what another time has come and gone for us here on the podcast and we greatly appreciate all of our subscribers this was the first speaker of our summer speaking series. We have one more left, and that's going to be a good another good friend of mine, Mr. Blake Croft. He'll be preaching for us in July, so you don't want to miss that. Keep watching the Facebook page. We have a, we have a, a poster posted up there that lists the names of the speakers and the dates in which they'll be, they'll be preaching, so you don't want to miss that. Again, uh, check us out. We've, we've got some of the older stuff online available still at Spreaker.com at uh, YouTube as well as Anchor.fm. So until next week, may God richly bless you this week. May God watch over you. May God continually make his face to shine upon you and give you peace. For the Voice Power Podcast, I'm Josh Schwabert. We'll see you next week. God bless.